أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة Mindset that now set into the hearts and the minds of the Bani Israel. Anna 
Rabbukumul A'la. I am your mighty Rabb. And that now gripped the hearts of the Banu Israel that actually showed out. When Musa alayhi salatu was was commanded to take the Bani Israel and to emancipate them from the clutches of Firaun. And when they came to the waters and now they realized that behind them is the army of Firaun, they begin, began to wonder what is Musa alayhi salam going to do? Inna ma'iya rabbi sayahdeen. Musa alayhi salatu was is giving a guarantee that my Rabb Allah Ta'ala is with me. This is that community that had seen that Asa, the staff of Musa alayhi salam, strike a, ro- a strike a rock and from that rock water gushed out. They had seen this miracle but yet they doubted that same Asa that will strike the waters and Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala will open the pathway for them to be emancipated. What was it? It was that grip of fear that here behind us is a superpower. What is one asa, one stick of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam? So if they were gripped with this fear of tyranny, this fear of a superpower, their minds were now enslaved to that. Friends, we as an ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam need to come out of that. How are we going to come out of that? Is that we need to build our iman, we need to build our yaqeen in Allah wa ta'ala. That Allah that commanded our Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when his house was surrounded by the bloodthirsty Quraysh of Makkah, they had their weaponaries and Allah wa ta'ala commands Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to leave his home. That command comes at a time when the house is already surrounded. Whatever the weapons of those days be, they had it all. And what Allah tabarak wa ta'ala commands our Nabi Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to do, merely pick up the, earth, the sand of the earth, the dust on the earth, and throw it into their direction and carry on. Yaqeen, Iman. No questions asked. What is this dust going to do against the weapons and the people that have surrounded the house? Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam merely fulfilled, obliges, fulfills the command of Allah. And Allah Ta'ala commanded him that he must recite, وَجَعَلْنَا مِن بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ صَدَّى وَمِن خَلْفِهِمْ صَدَّى فَأَغْشَيْنَاهُمْ فَهُمْ لَا يُبْصِرُونَ And what happened? Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam is free. He walks away. These people don't even know Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam had left his home. Right till the morning, they remain around the house of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And eventually when they get into the house, who do they find? Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu on the bed of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, O oh Ali, you remain behind and you distribute the amanat that is in my hands. You know, as a matter of fact, many years thereafter, during the Khilafat of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu in the Jami Masjid of Kufa, one person asked him, Amirul Mu'mineen, what was the condition of your heart that night? You are in the bed of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who is sought after. 
around the house, a bloodthirsty Quraysh armed tooth and nail waiting for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam to come out and if he does not emerge, then they are going to storm into the house. How did you spend that night? He said to them, Allah is my witness, that that was the best night of my whole life. Oh Amirul Mu'mineen, how could that be? What is the rationale? He said, because Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Ali, after you have distributed the amanat, I will meet you in Medina. Yaqeen, in the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I will meet you in Medina was sufficient for me to know Allah will spare me to see the sallallahu alayhi wasallam once again in Medina Tayyibah. So we're speaking about this Bani Israel, that they couldn't come to terms with this, gripped with the fear of today what the world will call a superpower to the extent that when Musa alayhi salatu wasalam had struck the waters and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had opened the waters for the groupings of the Banu Israel to pass and as they passed through and they came to the other side and they watched behind the pathways are still open and Firaun and his army on horses and now they go in and they watch with their own eyes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused the waters to flow but they say to Musa alayhi salam, is Fir'aun still alive? They still were gripped with the fear of Fir'aun. Brothers, again and again we are reminded, we need to come out, free ourselves from the slavery of the fear of what people may term as superpowers. Get that iman and yaqeen in Allah wa ta'ala. But this was a Bani Israel of 400 years of slavery. That was a mindset. Allah wa ta'ala commanded the waters to throw out the body of Fir'aun and it was only then and there that they realized that that one superpower that said Ana Rabbukumul Ala is now no more. 400 years of t- tyranny Allah wa ta'ala brought to an end in one second. How many thousands of children had died? How many thousands of children were slain? How many women were enslaved? How many men were enslaved? All of that comes to an end in one split second. Now again, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands Musa alayhi salatu wasalam to go to Al-Quds and to conquer the city of Jerusalem and to conquer Al-Aqsa. Again the Banu Israel hesitated, they refused, they did not go ahead. Forty years Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala had kept them in the wadi tih, in wandering. And after that Musa alayhi salam had passed on, Harun alayhi salam had passed on. Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala had made Yusha bin Noon alayhi salatu wasalam the Nabi of Allah after Musa alayhi salam. He was in the time of Musa alayhi salam an attendant, a khadim of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. He now gets nubuwat. And after a 40 year period, Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala now commands Yusha bin Noon to go forth and to liberate Al-Aqsa. 40 years had to pass. The mindset had to change. Now the Bani Israel were prepared and they, under the banner of this Nabi of Allah, Sayyidina Yusha bin Noon, alayhi salatu wasalam. Actually, it was Yusha bin Noon, bin Ibrahim, bin Yusuf, alayhi salatu wasalam. Yusuf alayhi salam had a son, Ibrahim. He had a son who was by the name of Noon. And this was the son of Noon, Yusha alayhi salatu wasalam, who accompanied Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. And of course, Allah Ta'ala had bestowed upon him Nubuwat. A very amazing incident with regards to the Fatah and the conquest of Al-Aqsa 
in the time of Sayyiduna Yusha bin Noon alayhi salatu wassalam is that as he proceeded towards Al-Quds and he fought his way and when he came to the gates of Al-Quds it was a Friday and Friday continued and fierce battling. Remember the Amalekites were a very strong nation and Yusha alayhi salatu wassalam together with the Banu Israel carried on fighting and now as they are penetrating the ranks of the Amaliki people, the sun is beginning to set. Look at this Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's looking at the sunset. Although Sabbath was the day of the Yahud, Sabbath was the day of the Bani Israel, the Saturday. But you shall be known in his heart. He makes a dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh my Allah, cause it and make it such that I'm able to perform two rakats of salah before the sunset of Friday. The sun continues to set. Yusha bin Noon penetrates. And as he comes to Al-Aqsa, the sun sets. And Allah tabarak wa ta'ala miraculously brings the sun once again above the horizon so that Yusha bin Noon alayhi salatu wassalam and his people were allowed to perform the two rakats of salat in Al-Aqsa as per the Friday. Although it was not the Sabbath, the Sabbath was that Saturday. So Allah tabarak wa ta'ala had given victory to the Bani Israel when that mindset had changed. When they freed themselves from the slavery of their own mind. Now, brothers and friends, Allah tabarak wa ta'ala had showed this throughout the history. When we look at the hadith of our Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam, just one or two minutes on this. Once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam addresses the Sahaba of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he says to the sahaba, oh my sahaba, at the end of time will come a group of people, they will be a small band. The similarity to you is that they will love shahada, they will love martyrdom like how you love martyrdom. In one hadith, they are unique like how you are unique in your uniqueness for your desire to give your life for shahada. And that will be the band and the group of people that will join with Sayyidina Isa alayhi salatu wasalam against the army of Dajjal. Brothers and friends, after 9-11, much of our discussions had been in other directions and there is one aspect that we have forgotten to address ourselves and that is to address ourselves on the desire of Shahada. Understand that this is what elated and brought joy to the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In the blood of a believer lies Hidayat. In the blood of the de- believer lies the dominance of the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In one hadith that is frightening and in another hadith that is full of hope. In the hadith that gives us that imani jerk is the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam mallam yaghzu. That person who has never emerged in the path of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. وَلَمْ يُحَدِّثْ بِهِ نَفْسَهُ And the second is, he hasn't gone out and he hasn't addressed himself with regards to shahadat, with regards to jihad fi sabilillah, going out in the path of Allah. In other words, he does not have aspiration for jihad fi sabilillah. Then mata ala shu'batim minan nifaq aw kama qal Then that person, wherever he dies, however he dies, he has died on one branch of nifaq and hypocrisy. Take the opposite meaning that a sign and a token of our iman, a sign of our iman in Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, a sign of our love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that we create within our hearts the desire 
to give our lives for the sake of Allah. Then we find a hadith full of hope that that person who asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for shahada, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he actually made dua, Allahumma rzukni shahadatan fi baladi rasulihi, fi baladi rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh Allah, grant me shahada in the city of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So one is that perhaps our hearts may not be ready. We still have a lot of things to accomplish in this world. The aspirations may not need, may not meet the demands. But somewhat, would our tongue, let us start making that dua. And then see how Allah tabarak wa ta'ala will begin to change our mindset. We will free ourselves from the slavery of this material world. You know, there's the story of that one woman late advanced in age and she had the desire of going for Hajj and she had a desire of leaving this world in her Hajj, either of the Harams, Makkah or Medina. And she carried on making this dua and suddenly at that advanced age, Allah Tabarakullah, and now she is going on this journey for Hajj. And as she is going to sleep on the boat one night, she remembers this dua that she made, that Allah must give her shahadat, Allah must give her mouth in the Haramain Sharifain. Now she gets up and she makes dua, Allah leave it for some other time, some other journey, not this journey. So this shouldn't be our priorities, but this should be an aspiration in our hearts, that we go on seeking from Allah and hoping that our mindset changes, that iman and that enthusiasm comes within us. Then we leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that person that asks, that enthusiasm is there, then Allah tabarak wa ta'ala will grant that person the highest degree, the highest stage of martyrdom, even if he dies on his bed. What Allah ta'ala wants us to show is the aspiration. Allah Ta'ala wants us to ask from Allah Rabbul Izzat. So that is one other aspect with regards to whatever is happening in Gaza, in Palestine. And brothers, the last part of it is Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam once addressed the Muhajirun. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam spoke to them with regards to certain illnesses, certain sins and the repercussions of those sins. The one Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he made dua for the Muhajirun. That may you not see that error. And which error? When fawahish, promiscuity, immodesty becomes rife and open in a community. All the ulama agree that in the times of the past, there were incidents of zina, there were incidents of adultery and fornication, but it was not done openly. Now this doesn't give us a license to do it in secrecy. But then when man loses all shame and man loses all morals and character, then one will do all of this in the very open. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, then you will become victim of such illnesses, plagues, sicknesses that was unheard of before. We see it, we know about it, we're very acquainted with it. The second Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, is that when this ummah engages and indulges in short weight and short measure. In other words, becoming disobedient, becoming dishonest insofar as our business dealings are concerned. What will be the natural repercussion of that? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, there will be widespread fitan, fitnas, difficulties, corruptions that will befall the ummah. And then third, 
Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that when this ummah begins to withhold zakat, then Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala will withhold the rains that will come down. Famine will become widespread and there will be shortages of food. And then the fourth Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam says is that when this ummah breaks the covenant with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers, remember that we have a covenant and a pledge with Allah. And what is that covenant and pledge with Allah? La ilaha illallah. That we have pledged to Allah that not only we have brought iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I accept wa qabiltu jami'a ahkamihi, I accept each and every ahkam, each and every hukam of Allah, each and every law of Allah, not just accept it by way of iman, but accept it by way of our practice. In short, when we deviate from this, we will find that Allah wa ta'ala will bring about rulers upon us that will not have mercy upon us and at the same time, they will grasp, they will snatch away your property, they will snatch away your goods, your belongings. Now brothers, if we are seeing all of this happening, the Mubarak hadith of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has given us the reason and in conclusion, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahimahumullah narrates that a person by the name of Jabir, this Jabir at the time of the conquest of a particular city, people were obviously happy that the city has been conquered it had taken many days, the besiege, and now Allah Ta'ala has given us victory. But one Sahabi, Sayyidina Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala anhu, was sad, grieved, and crying. When somebody came to him and asked him, what makes you cry on such a momentous occasion? He says, these people were also obedient to Allah. And Allah had given them victory over the city. But no sooner had they become disobedient to Allah Rabbul Izzat, Allah Ta'ala snatched it away from their hands, and Allah has given it into our hands. And it will only remain in our hands until and unless we remain obedient to Allah wa ta'ala. May Allah wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq. May Allah ta'ala grant victory to the mujahideen. May Allah ta'ala change the conditions of the ummah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alleviate all the challenges. And Allah ta'ala make his deen once again dominant. Those that gave their lives for the sake of this deen. May Allah Ta'ala accept the shahadat and in lieu of that, may Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala grant hidayat wa akhiru dawana and alhamdulillah rabbil alamin. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Allah, ashhadu an la أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره 
ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاني اوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون وقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اكثروا اكثروا ذكر هادم اللذات الموت وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الحياء شعبه من الايمان هذا واحثكم على طاعه الله وطاعه رسوله استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا وشفيعنا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين قال النبي قال الله تبارك وتعالى ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه واشدهم في امر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه واقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب اهل الجنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفره ظاهره وباطنه لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم اللهم انصر اخواننا في فلسطين اللهم انصر اخواننا المستضعفين المظلومين في كل مكان عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون
state knows us and make sure all the gaps are. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu wa Iyaka Nasta'een Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqeem Sirat Al-Ladheena An'amta Alayhim Ghayri Al-Maghdub Alayhim سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غساء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن فعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصل النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله ربي خير ورحمة خير الرحيمين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وأصحابه وبارك وسلم اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا ولأساتذتنا ولمشايخنا ولجميع المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينوا في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان اللهم اجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم ارزقنا شهادة في سبيلك واجعل موتنا ببلد رسولك صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر إخواننا في فلسطين اللهم انصر المجاهدين أينما يجاهدون في سبيلك حقا اللهم انصر اللهم عجل بنصرهم يا قوي يا عزيز اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات والف بين قلوبهم وأصلح ذات بينهم وانصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم علان الكفرة الذين يسدون عن سبيلك ويكذبون رسلك ويقاتلون أولياك اللهم شدد شملهم اللهم مزق جمعهم اللهم خالف بين كلمتهم وزلزل أقدامهم وأنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين اللهم عجل بنصرهم يا قوي يا عزيز 
اللهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت تواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه آمين برحمتك يا رحمة